Hello, everyone. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. This is the good, the mad, and the unholy, a Haunted West game. Uh, let's just jump right into the summary. We don't need to make a joke this week, right? I don't, I don't believe you. Like, are you, are you, sure about this? <laughs> you don't? There's going to be a joke. He's setting it up. He's pretending like it doesn't exist, but it's coming. Just wait. Just wait. What are you talking about? Just wait. It's going to come. There's going to be a joke. Gonna be, we're going to get lulled into false insecurity and then dumb joke. <laughs> we are the- I am offended. <laughs> I'll just jump in and say we're the pessimistic posse. Well, you know, you're acting like it, but no, I was just going to go straight into the summary. I, I don't know where this hostility is coming from. <laughs> go ahead steven did i drop there okay oh you're uh, all right all right so last week the posse found themselves in a tough situation as the ranch quickly became a battleground gun hands opened fire uh there were two demons that entered the fight rosanna caldwell was casting some sort of enchantment that fractured the earth and shook the foundations of the buildings that soon to be began- soon began to collapse on top of you and around you. Uh, little Petey accidentally set fire to the barn, adding to the chaos, but he was able to get free uh, from the blaze thanks to uh, Sula directing him. Uh, Henry, Purdy's faithful mule, also was able to free himself from the barn uh, and dutifully, reliably found his owner in the battle. Uh, John took the worst beating in the fight. He went toe-to-toe with both demons and Crooked Oscar. Vint proved to be a very able sharpshooter, uh, rolling a crit that was, what, 54 damage or something like that? It was Something absurd, yeah. Yeah, it, crazy. It was triple sevens, jackpot, you said. Uh, you brought down both of the demons with your rifle. Uh, Sula spotted Rosanna in the window of the ranch house where uh, Rosanna was soon shot down Sula and Purdy then gave chase to Lazarus and his remaining followers and found an elaborate basement underneath the house Uh, the basement had a worship room containing a large cauldron that was packed tight with salt and decorated with all sorts of cult Celtic motifs Vint and John caught up to you in the basement and the posse continued their chase into some tunnels that led to an abandoned mine shaft Uh, You went through a side tunnel and climbed over a pile of rubble that was blocking the tunnel. And you found a cavern full of ancient Native American cliff dwellings. Uh, This cavern looked to be caved in uh, and sealed off. This appears to be the only way in and out to you. You're right now on a platform looking down about a 15-foot drop. uh, Like a stone outcropping. Not really a man-made platform, but just a natural ledge. 15 feet below you and a bit ahead, you see Lazarus and three cultists with the body of Rosanna. Lazarus was attempting to bring a knife down to cut into Rosanna's belly. You saw there was something pushing against the skin of her belly, trying to get out. Uh, You were able to shoot him and wing him. Uh, Purdy uh, spoke some righteous fury and that incapacitated him. He's dropped the knife. He is down on the ground. There are three cultists that are still up, and they appear to be drawing guns and going for you. Jeff, why do you look so confused right now? I'm still waiting for the joke. I don't believe it's not going to happen. I still am waiting for it. (laughs) Are 
so you're the perplexed posse. You're confused uh, why it hasn't happened. <laughs> I'm Steven, your balladeer. This is our perplexed posse. Let's jump into the game by rolling initiative. Uh, Vince and me. Sula, the adrenaline of this fight has uh, energized you a bit. Uh, magic seems to be fading as well. You no longer have sixes and sevens. Ooh. Thank goodness. So remember, uh, rolling initiative, you roll a d10 and just add your initiative modifier. That's a good start. That's a 10. Eight. It's an eight. That's well, 13, technically. But I rolled a 10 on the 10. Also got an eight. Ooh. My initiative was four. I got a 10. So we got two 10s and two eights. Sounds like it. Uh, Vint and Purdy were 10, right? Yeah, 13 total. VP, 10. JS, 8. Eric Cultus rolled a 9. Perfect. All right. Vint and Purdy, you guys can decide who's going to go first. I don't really care. We can just uh, let you handle that. Okay. There are three cultists that are reaching into their blue robes. They're wearing the antler masks. Uh, the skulls are painted blue. The antlers are dripping red with blood, appears to be fresh, and they are reaching into the robes for weapons. What are the two of you doing? Okay. Uh, are, I, so they were, you said because like the, the sort of the, the acoustics was able to kind of shout. Yes, at them. you can okay. use your righteous fury here. The, okay. the cave, the, the ceiling's not very high. It, it's a rather crowded cave, and there are these stone buildings that uh, kind of fragment the cave even more yeah so whatever you whatever sound happens it's going to echo throughout um so vent i think if you let purdy go i can probably just buff every one up i think i'll give that a try instead yeah that's fine so because i've already kind of shot you know shouted down in, in fury this time i'll sort of shout out to everyone around I'll say oh true my companions we face down evil. We face its source right here. Take them out. Take them out quickly. We are righteous. We are right. And they are evil. And uh, I'm going to roll my expression test. Uh, so you ain't got no bonuses. So straight up. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, that is a 39 under. Sorry. Uh, 39 under 64, so that's two. We normally be two jacks, but because I have a I have a bonus, I get three, right? So Because of your neck. Exactly. So I'll give everybody a plus 5% on whatever their next skull call is. Uh, that'll be my turn. That's your full round, right? That is my full round. Set to go. All right, Vint, what are you doing? I'd like to attempt a vengeful disarm my propensity I forget which the disarm mover skill uses uh, so the skill will be your actual gun skill which if you're using a rifle would be long arms okay um, and let me let's read the propensity one more time here uh, what was that from the what type of it's called vengeful disarm oh, sorry. so the effect is if it's successful it just does half damage and they lose whatever weapon they're holding okay so we'll just r roll it like a straight attack then. 
Yeah, so I'll pretty much just shout down with fodder pretty after. Put your weapons down. No one will get hurt. But I'll just shoot them anyways. Pretty much disarming them. All right, let's do it. Well, a 17. So that's plenty of jacks. That's a hit. What did you need? Gosh. I need a 74. Plus 79 if Father's Pretty <laughs> Bonus comes in effect. So that'd have been six right, jacks. So jacks, you're yeah. maxed out with six jacks, uh, inflicting half damage. So what's the half damage going to be? Let's see. I'll do all half jacks. Half damage with your rifle might be enough to kill him anyways. Let's see, 3d8. Oh. Oh, I rolled low this time. Six, seven plus six. So 13 total damage in half. Yeah, 13. That's the low. Uh, so half will round up to seven. Uh, we could round down if you want. Either way, you're actually going to kill this guy. Yeah, okay. So I just uh, blow his whole arm off, apparently. Like, actually disarming him. <laughs> Would you like to just disarm, like, keep him alive? Like, is that something you'd prefer to be doing? Or do you want to uh, go per- for the kill? Pretty kind of sold me on their evil, so let's just take him out. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he's reaching out, and just as he pulls out a pistol... Uh, your rifle just like severs the arm. Uh, it's just hanging on uh, by a bit of chunks of meat. There's just blood coming down and he just falls into a state of shock and goes down. There are still two cultists left around Rosanna's body. Did you have anything else you'd like to do, Vint? You could uh, move at at least. You could yeah, jump off this ledge or go down the ladder. I'll start climbing down and get closer. Okay. Uh, that will be their turn. Uh, it brings us to the cultists, who two of them are going to be pulling out their uh, pistols and shooting at. I'm going to number you one, two, three, four, as you are on my screen. At Vint and John. Oh, John. Uh, John, I believe last session you went down the ladder and got a little bit closer, right? Said, dude, I, I I took my time down the ladder, <laughs> um, but I then I ran as far as I could after that. Toward the- yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so you're going to be a bit closer than the rest, but it's still not going to affect their aim. Uh, that is just barely a miss on Vint, and a big miss. That's a 99. That's a critical miss on John. Uh, oh. John, how would you like that critical fail to appear? I catch the bullet in my teeth. <laughs> I know. I, I just, I just kind of like they shoot the they shoot the gun, and I just, I just, just kind of like move slowly to the side, just all cool like. Yeah. So you dodge the bullet, and they take another shot after that. And I'm going to say that they're gun jams, uh, and they're going to try and have to take a turn to. Uh, unjam it with mechanics if they want to uh, and that brings us to uh the john and sula whichever one of you wants to go first is fine by me uh john you go you can go ahead you just got shot at okay um yeah I'll, i'm just gonna go over to the closest one if i can make it to them um uh and- you we said that they were about 50 60 feet last session you would have been able to get about halfway there so another turn would be fine yeah so um so would I be able to make it to them this turn and, and do something? Yes, or? you'll okay. you'll be able to get to the closest one. Okay, yeah. Uh I'm gonna just go over to whoever's closest to me and just punch them in the face. All right. 
And uh, I have a plus five percent from Purdy, yes? Correct. So that is a 64 I'm looking for, and that is a failure. However, uh, can I do that uh, flipper rooney thing? Flipper rooney, if you've got the, the grit to spend, you can do it. Yes, I do believe I have. Where is it at? Uh, yeah, I have, I have two more grits. So this will take it down to one, which makes it a 47. Yay. All right. So that's a pass. Nice. Uh, how many jacks do you get from that? Um, I'm looking for. I get two, I believe, because uh, the the plus two, one to heal fisticuffs, I believe, is the thing, right? That I get an extra jack for when I use fisticuffs. Uh, yeah, you, you're healed. So instead of getting one jack for 10, you get two. So if you would have normally got two, you get four instead. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I would have gotten one this time. Oh, okay. So you oh, wait, get two no, instead. Sorry. No, I would have gotten. Yeah, I would have only gotten one. Sorry. Math was not mathing correctly for a second. But it doubles to two because you're healed. Cool beans. Uh, and I'm going to put all that in the damage. Uh, so I'm going to do five damage. All right. Uh, you go up and you just you punch him square in the jaw. He's trying to uh, fix the jam on his pistol, so he wasn't really looking. By the time you got there, he brings up an arm. You already get a solid hit. That antler mask just flies off him. You see that he uh, just looks like uh, one of the farm hands that you saw before. Uh, you didn't. You haven't talking to, talked to him yet, uh, but you just see his eyes wide open with fear. Uh, you hear a crack of his jaw, but he is still standing. Anything else on your turn? Nope, that's all I do. All right, Sula. So there's like a ladder that goes from upper level to lower level, right? Yes, it's just like a 15-foot drop. You could jump it if you want to try and uh, save some movement speed, but it it would just require an athletics check. Sure, why not? Okay, um, athletics or acrobatics, actually, whichever one you'd like to do. I have nothing in acrobatics, so I would like to do athletics. Um, and I'm sure there will be an actual answer to my rhetorical why not after I roll this, but we will find out. Uh, hey, that is an 18 under 54. So technically, right, so take yourself some- the 5% goes on that roll because it's your next roll. So it would have been on that. So Okay, so then that's you know. like a 13 under 18 under 59. Yeah, yeah, what Steven said. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I get so you get four jacks for that. Four jacks. Okay. Uh, and basically you're going to get an l- extra 10 feet of movement just because you're skipping the ladder. Okay. Uh, so you're going to be able to get uh, just over halfway to them. Okay. I would like to position myself uh, since I know that John is very injured um, and he is now close to someone. I'd like to position myself with that uh, last bit of movement so that I can uh, shoot the... Uh, Absolutely. Individual. And by the way, I had my pistols out when I did that jump, so it not only looked cool, it was silent. Yeah, so she she did a little uh, slide off the edge, uh, and when she hit the ground, she just uh, remained standing. Her her feet just kind of dropped, and she just kept walking with both pistols out. Uh, And you kind of go off to the side a little bit, so you've got a good angle on the one that John's punching. You going to roll your attack? Uh... Yes, so um, 
Oh yeah, I rolled a sixty under sixty-four. So that's sixty. A okay, uh, you did not spend any jacks on that then. I didn't. I was too busy. Being no a smart aleck uh, Just remember, you got four bank. Of, yeah, I didn't say that. <laughs> it's all right. So it's all right. Uh, so go ahead and roll damage. Uh, you actually, you're going to kill this guy no matter what. You only need one damage to kill him. Okay, well then I won't do math for my damage bonus because I rolled a two. All right. Uh, how do you want this to look? Uh, so, um, I imagine I'm kind of coming off to the side, and I'm wanting to definitely make it difficult for you know kind of this shot to happen. So I was kind of going for like a an arm, you know, kind of generally hitting on the side, and so it's kind of like thinking that this person is going to uh, do some damage to John. Like, mm -mm -mm. yeah, the the guy he's punched in the jaw. And he just starts spinning out of the way from the force of John's punch. And it just gives you a very clear shot. Uh, and you're able to hit him just right in the the upper right. Uh, you feel like you definitely pierced a lung. He drops to the ground. Uh, he, he's still moaning and moving, but he's definitely incapacitated. And is that it for your turn? Yeah. And again, that gunshot did not echo throughout this chamber, unlike every other gunshot has. Uh, that brings us back to the top with Vint and Purdy. There is one cultist still standing. Uh, the other two cultists are down, and Lazarus still seems to be incapacitated. Uh, I think they can handle it. So I think Purdy's just going to go down the ladder like an old man. So he ain't going to do anything fancy. <laughs> so. You don't want to jump off? I kind of want to and do a little special thing at the bottom, but it just doesn't make sense. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and get uh, on this here ladder and come on down. All right, uh, you're gonna go down the ladder. You're still gonna be able to get a few steps away from the ladder too. Okay, uh, you're just not quite halfway there yet. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's that's all I need to do is move. I trust Vint can uh, John can finish it off. You would still have a primary action if there's anything you want to do. Um, hmm. could I, um, hmm, how close am I to everybody? Like, uh, like, like it would be like 30 feet ish away. Okay. Uh, from John would be the furthest from you. I think I'll still just kind of close. I think I'll just use my primary if I can to just move a little bit closer. If that's cool with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's all. I think that's all I'll do. All right, so you'll be able to get up uh, just about to where John is. You're just a few steps behind him. Oh yeah, he's definitely still in front though. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, um, Vint, what are you doing? There is one cultist still standing. Yeah, I'm gonna fire a shot over John's shoulder here. Just get it done quick. Got a twenty-seven. So that's that's going to be a hit. Four jackaroonies. I'll just bank him for the river this time. Okay. Rolled for damage. Let's see. That's 11, 13. 13's a kill. You, these guys have no toughness and they've got uh, six vitality. Uh, so how are you taking this last one out? Yeah, I, I aim over John's shoulder after he broke his jaw. The cultist's jaw, and I'll just finish him off. 
right in the shoulder okay. as well. Uh, yeah, so uh, all three cultists go down then. Uh, whether they're fully dead or not, it doesn't matter. They're in a state of shock. If you wanted to try to revive some to talk to, you possibly could. But if you uh, don't interact with them, they will definitely die. Uh, Lazarus himself is alive. He's not going to die, but he's clutching his head. He's moaning. Uh, something is really getting to him. Uh, Purdy, your your words that you used were extremely effective against him and more so than it's ever been against someone else. What do you guys want to be doing here? And Rosanna's body is still on the floor in the center uh, of this ring of cultists. You can see that her dress was cut open and kind of pulled apart to reveal her belly. Mm-hmm. And if you watch that belly long enough, you do f- see something like pressing against the skin and just kind of like rippling across. Well, I think Purdy uh, for two reasons will uh, run to that partly because of his medicine background, but also because he's, he's fairly certain something unholy is going to be coming up out of there, but he'll call out to Sula like uh, quickly. She, she might be in labor. We need I'm not sure what's coming out of this, but something, something is. I'm available to assist. Yeah, so we're dropping out of initiative here. Purdy and Sula, you're going to be able to run up to her. Mm. She is dead. Like the the gunshot that she took uh, hit her in the heart, and she there's no chance of reviving her. Going into labor, it, it would have to be a cesarean. Purdy's got his uh, medical bag always with him if he can. And uh, this ain't my forte, uh, but uh, <clears throat> if there's a chance that there is an innocent in there, I suppose we should lend aid, but I think I'll sleep better at night knowing that. And just kind of like trails off. I, I need to know what's in there. So can Purdy try to roll a medicine to see if he can figure out what's what's in there? <laughs> to figure out what's in there. See if uh, I'm trying to get a sense if it's like because I'm, you know, Purdy thinks it's going to be some demon antler creature as he and Vint saw. But I, I'm not going to have you roll for it. I, I'm just going to uh, tell you that. A baby can kick and push. This is very violent for a baby. What's happening? It's really pressing against. Uh, it it could be a baby. You're not going to be able to tell until you open it up. But it would be a very very fringe case of a baby pushing this hard. It's like someone said bananas to it, and it's just going crazy now. Um, <laughs> that would be the fringe case. Uh, I mean, pretty. Then we'll let everybody know. Be ready. Whatever comes out of here, more than likely. Is not to, not of this world. Or at least. Some eyes on it. All right, I'll stand here, up far away from it, just in case. Keep an eye on Lazarus. Have to issue. restrain Lazarus if no one's done that yet. Uh, yeah. So you gonna just uh, take gonna some rope up. and tie yeah, him up? Yeah, tie him up, tie his hands, legs. Okay. A- absolutely. Uh, he offers no resistance whatsoever. Uh, he is. He seems to be aware 
and sentient, but just not in control right now and yeah. also in pain. If we want to see what's going on with him, I could do use this thing. Yeah. It'll like connect us. Well, that's uh Yes, that's up to you if you want to subject yourself to whatever's happened to him. I, I'm not entirely sure, but I my belief is that whatever creature, whatever entity has been at the heart of this cult here has infested his mind, infected it in ways that both biological and spiritual. If you you want to get a closer look at what that might appear like on the inside, then by all means... Steal yourself. Yes. It might not. It might not be good to look at. Well, I'm dying anyway, so. Uh, but but I'll, I'll let you do your baby thing first. You see, when you put it like that, I kind of, you know, okay, let's do the baby thing. Scalpel. Do you, uh, John, you are interested in any uh, first aid before we, uh, Take this on. Uh, if you if you would be so kind to 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 oblige me with such a a, a gesture, I, I would not uh, decline. I will uh, spend do uh, the jacks that I've got to try to make sure this is successful. Leaving two for myself. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a six under sixty. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're going to get a point of vitality back is what First Aid offers there. Awesome. Does that uh, do anything I'm, to where you were at in Mald? It, 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 it does. If I, take, if I take more than, if I take like five damage, it'll put me back at uh, 14. Oh, jeez. But it is a good a good one, so don't worry about it. I appreciate you. Did you have, did you have jacks on it, Sula? Can you use the jacks for first aid? Yeah, so... Uh, I used two jacks, and then I rolled a six under 60. So each jack you roll is a healed point of vitality. I think. Uh, page 63. So uh, each jack scored heals one box in addition to natural healing. I'm not sure if that's, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, first aid call can do so once per encounter healing up to a maximum of the character's gumption rating daily. Okay. Thank you for that, Jeff. I appreciate it. What's your gumption? John? Four. Okay. Um, I had four jacks to spend and I didn't know that that was a thing. So I couldn't spend four. Uh, you would spend if- three then because you got the one automatically uh, and you could bank the other jack. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. So take away four damage? Yes, take away four boxes, which should get you uh, into a different tier. Yep, I'm back at battered. Now I just look bruised. Well, thank you kindly, Sula. I'm right as rain. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. 
just in case this, uh, uh, whenever this makes its appearance, it is stronger than we need. We'll be uh, raring to go. All right. Uh, Purdy, were you waiting on Sula to assist you? So or did you want to get started while, I think, while Sula was patching it? I think I want to tap into my wisdom of the time. Twice per session, when asked, the balladeer provides go, a go. warning and possible outcomes for an action. So if my action is to cut this belly open and take this creature on out, what is the warning and possible outcomes that I might use to make a wiser decision? Uh, I give you a warning or a possible outcome, or I give you both. It says provides a warning and possible outcomes for an action. Uh, the warning is that there could be a demon inside her belly. Possible outcome is that you could cut out a demon. Very, very, very unlikely outcome is that you would cut out a normal baby. Okay. All right. So as I'm examining and, it. Good. I'm, I'm going to say that you take some time to use your wisdom of the times here. Sure. That's uh, fair. You're, you're kind of. Looking around, Sula is patching up John. John was impaled by antlers. Uh, so that took a little bit, you know, putting gauze and wrapping it so it would be compressed, things like that. Uh, Vint, you have Caldwell uh, securely restrained. Purdy, you're, would you be kneeling next to Rosanna, I, I, sitting, standing? I think it's fair to say that I am probably kneeling as I'm inspecting, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm both doing like a medical assessment, but also like a theological assessment, trying to like rack my brain. Like, is this wise? So I would be pretty close. Yeah. You're kneeling over her looking closely. You are feeling the belly just to feel like the orientation of whatever could be inside it. And as you're feeling something presses forcefully against your hand, several inches out of the belly and instinctively you pull back and you, you think you see a face, uh, just some looked like there was, uh, open spots for eyes and a mouth that was opening and closing and it pulls back in pretty quick. Putting your hand forward, you feel like some tiny vibrations coming from inside And after a moment, you start to hear some juicy, what something inside is just moving and scraping at flesh. And it it gets more and more audible as time goes on. Purdy shoots it. He's got, he doesn't use his gun very often, but he does carry a 41 Remington. He's got it kind of tucked away up his up his sleeve, so to speak, you know. Just kind of stumbles back. Maybe he doesn't even fully get stood up. Just kind of stumbles back onto his ass, onto his bony ass, and just fires in the direction of the sound. This is going to be a narrative success, but go ahead and roll. Okay. Uh, not horribly terrible at this, but I ain't as good as Vent or Sula, that's for sure, at shooting guns. Uh. 17 under 30. I fucking got, oh, sorry. Hey, wait, it's my channel. I can say fucking. Yeah, fucking got it. <laughs> <laughs> right where I was for a second. Uh, all right. Uh, so 
Go ahead and describe how you uh, roll damage for me, too. Sure. Uh, so it's a D6 uh, plus one. Um, I think I had one jack on it. So I can use yeah. can use jack as, as damage. Yes, you We're can. We're exploring and a portion of the game that I never get game. to use, by the way. <laughs> uh, roll four plus one. So it's five plus what, what do you do with jacks? Just an extra plus one? Uh, extra one damage. All right. So six total damage. Okay. Uh, go ahead and describe how how this looks uh, as you're definitely causing a lot of damage to her corpse. So, so he's, he's there. He's kind of down close. He's kind of, he turns his head. He doesn't put his head against the skin. Cause that's, that's, that's too stupid. So he turns his head. He's listening here and there. He's kind of, he's got his, his, his little bag next to with the various instruments, uh, uh, both of the medical variety and the exorcist variety. And as he's kind of reaching out and he's feeling, like the movements trying to get a sense like, is this just a baby's head? Is there anything, any sort of strange, you know, shapes? That's when the gurgling starts happening. And he kind of like just scrambles back at that point, falls on his ass and then just quickly pulls the gun out. And instinctively, like it's not even like a, like he's really thinking too much. He just turns and he just fires as many shots as he can get uh, and into the, into the body of Rosanna. Yeah, you fire and you fire again, you fire again, uh, doing is just trying to make sure that the deal is done as you fall backwards. And as you fall, the world seems to fall away from you. You lose a sense of where you are as you feel a familiar presence. And for everyone else watching, you see Purdy fall back and just fall unconscious. What are the rest of you doing? As you see Purdy just unloaded on Rosanna's body and has fallen backwards. Uh, is that a good thing? I'll see what he took shots at to see what's left behind. Uh, you go up to her body and there are some bullet holes in there. They're not massive. It's a pistol. So there's not massive holes. It's not like torn to pieces, but there's no longer any movement in her stomach. I'll kind of kick up Purdy. Just like see if he's okay. He's like, old man, you're right. Purdy, I do want a resolve test from you. I know you're good at least, so we'll, we'll see how. I am resolved. If you roll a natural 20 to fail. Yeah, that's what I got to do. All right, one sec. I didn't have the 20 yet. Okay. Well, that's 12 under 19. I am Gucci, as the children say. John and Sula, what were you two doing? John just watches. <laughs> Uh, like he just got back. He's he's stood up now, and he's he's probably moved a little bit closer, but he's kind of like uh, he's like reached into his pocket and pulled out like a cigar or something, like lights, and he's like, "Was perhaps the stream was more than he could bear? I don't know." Um, <laughs> he's just watching to see what happens. Sula is watching. Um, oh goodness, Lazarus. Um to see if there's any kind of change in his uh, status. Yeah. Give me a narrative check. You're going to automatically succeed, but let's say observation or medicine, whatever you feel like you would be using to like really examine him. 
I would say I would prefer to use observation. Um, okay. And I use one of my jacks to make it a 68. And I rolled a two. Ooh. All right. Uh, using observation, you would definitely be able to put two and two together that Lazarus has uh, been afflicted by what Purdy said, uh, that it caused a physical reaction. However, you're also watching closely between uh, Rosanna being shot and Lazarus in his somewhat catatonic state. And there's no correlation between the two. Uh, Whatever's going on with Lazarus seems to be entirely of Purdy's doing. Okay. Uh, nothing from Rosanna's death or the death of what's in her belly. Purdy, you fall backwards. You fall into darkness. You're falling for 10, 20, 30 feet. Pitch black. You can't see a thing. Your arms are flailing. You don't even see your hands in front of you. And yet, the vision of one of these fucking deer skulls appears before you. Painted blue, red antlers. It shatters. And you hear a laugh. <laughs> My son. And with that, you feel Vint kicking you. And you come back, come to in the cavern. And I say, and you just hear him as he pops up, like in the middle of a dream. Hey, your son. Hey, you're okay. You hear? You all right there, preacher? You hear that voice? Yours? Yeah, I can hear yours. I'll take that as a no. Check out the body. He kind of starts getting up at this point. Little, like he's like looking out of the side of you know out of his peripheral vision, just like he's just in case, like being he's not a hundred percent sure he's back yet. He's like taking his time. You check, uh, you check that body. Make sure whatever was in there ain't in there no more. Ain't 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 scrounging at what's ever left of that poor woman. No, nothing's moving. Sort of poke the barrel of my gun at it. As the posse is trying to take stock of the situation, making sure that everything is dead that appears to be dead, you hear some scrambling, some soft footsteps coming from the entrance to this cavern where you came from. And then you hear a soft voice. Oh, wow looking up, you know, pulling up your lantern. I think it was Vint who had the lantern. You see little Petey uh, just covered in uh, dirt, uh, soot. What is this? Tell you, Petey, don't come by. You don't want to see this. I, this is really cool. Look at this. There are buildings down here. 
So uh, it's going to beeline over <laughs> to sort of like physically stand between PD's entrance and everything else. Right now, he's still on top of that ledge that's about 15 foot up. He's looking around. You're not going to really be able to physically block his view of like Rosanna and everything because he's higher than you until you like go up the ladder. And up the ladder, Sula goes. Okay. What? Hey, Sula. Uh, is that is that Miss Rose? Uh, yeah. There. Um, you know what? I I do think it's best if you just uh stay up here and. It, you uh, you passed the little room a little ways back, right? There was like a cauldron in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, it was full of salt. Yeah, can you uh, just go back and wait in that room? Well, I, I didn't bring a lantern, and it's kind of dark. Can I stay with you guys? Everyone, everyone up above is gone. They all ran away. I can, uh, yeah, there's a, a whole a lot of stuff going on. Uh, did you, uh, do you find Bandit? He just kind of looks down. No. Uh, that's all right. We, uh, we gotta, some things we gotta do down here. Uh, can you, uh, kind of just keep yourself on up here and you know what? I got a job for you. Okay. We're, uh, we're busy down there. Um, and we got some things we got to take care of and we can't, uh, we can't watch behind us while we're doing the stuff we need to do. So can you kind of put yourself right here, like at the top of the, the ladder and face that way. And it's your job to let us know if anybody else comes down this way, just in case. It's pretty dark down there. I can't see anything. But you, you can hear, you can listen, you can be real quiet and you can listen. And that'll be a big help to us because then we can do what we're doing over here. I mean, I suppose, but could I, could I just look around? Like, could I explore? You know what? I think it, it might be best if we finish up what we're doing first and then we can all go explore because we need the light down there. And if we give you the light to explore, then we won't have the light to finish up what we're doing. But once we finish up what we're doing, and we can have a light. Okay. You listen okay. out real good? Yeah, I'll wait here for now. And he just kind of like kicks at the dirt a little bit and he turns and faces the darkness and he's just kind of uh, humming to himself. Just kind of pat him on the shoulder and go back down the ladder and just kind of look at everybody else and just kind of like Found his way to us. And just so you guys know, you would actually have two lanterns now because the cultists had brought one down as well. Hmm. Now, so I'm what no, are you guys doing down here? Uh, I'm no expert in a lot of these things, but how did he get down here? That was... Uh, Passes we was hitting it, wouldn't it? They came the way we came. Is that the way he came, Silver? Uh, he didn't say specifically. I mean, you can see they come the way we came. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he came in that way. Might have just 
Might have just followed, or maybe, uh, maybe we gotta ask the boy some tough questions. Uh, for now, he's uh, he's being, being, and just in case he's listening, uh, so it's gonna be like he's uh, being real helpful to us and uh, keeping an eye on that uh, entrance, make sure nobody else comes in. You just hear him humming. <laughs> what's up with us what's up with the tune what's he humming i do not trust it sam i am i do (laughs) (laughs) what's he humming there balladeer uh what check do you want to roll to see if you know the song arts arts all right let's roll it okay sucker i got a 50 in arts (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's see. Uh, that's a 13. Uh, 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are extremely confident that you have never heard this song before in your life. Kill him. No, he's uh, no. And uh, I, honestly, I think as long as it doesn't sound like something malevolent, I think Purdy. It sounds weird. You know, especially that a little kid would be in the dark just humming to himself. There's definitely something off about that. Yeah. You're, you're right in feeling that. Okay. Gonna... Especially after what he just witnessed and saw, you know, his entire home erupted into chaos just a half hour ago. Well, he... It's the 1800s. That happened to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it is the 18. All the songs are weird and creepy in this time period. That's true. That's true. Not that I have any knowledge of the future or. <laughs> okay. So, uh, what, uh, what, what are we doing with these? Someone uh, needs to keep an eye on that boy so he don't go wandering off or he don't see something he shouldn't. I want to take one last look at Rosanna to make sure whatever that was in there is, is dead. And I want to know what it is. And someone's got to get, get, get that, that Lazarus man, wrap some rope around his wrists, and we can lead him on back like a lost sheep. Can we just do like a burning of the other body and just uh, take care of the destruction that way? I want to know what was in there. Well, that's your uh, curiosity to be sated then. Uh, it would be fine with just a destruction, but uh, I will keep an eye on uh, little Mr. Petey. We don't get answers, and sometimes things come back on you. I am much more the shooting type than the thinking type. Hmm. Well, Purdy's looking at the body and inspecting. I'll do like one last scan around the area. See what's down this pit, this cavern. Okay. Uh, so that'll be, say, some sort of like awareness, observation, or deduction from you, Vint. Uh, Purdy, what specifically are you trying to do to? I just want the body. I, this is terrible, but I like I, like we could we could fade this. But I just Purdy wants to know what it was. He wants so you're going to gonna cut he, it open. I want to know what he shot. Yeah, Purdy. Purdy wants to know. He's got. Would faith. the rest of the group like me to fade this, or would you like me to describe what's in there? Describe it. I'm fine either. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so Vince's going to do a walk around. Uh, um, Purdy, you start to. Sorry, go ahead. John has pulled out his gun and has it aimed at uh mr caldwell there in case he starts coming to from 
Father Purdy's little uh, sermon there. Excel, you said John pulled out his gun and then you scratched your head like this. <laughs> I, no, I yeah, just imagine John scratching his head with his gun. He has it aimed. <laughs> All right. So John has his gun tracked on uh, Rosanna's body. Vin is doing walk around. Sula, I assume you're kind of keeping an eye on everything in the area. Including Petey. Including Petey. Yep. Uh, Petey definitely looks like he's getting bored already. Purdy, you start cutting and you're trying to be respectful. You know, regardless of what she was, what she was capable of, this is still a body you don't want to, you know, you have your own ethics. You make an incision and you cut a, a good amount of flesh away and you just reach in till you feel something. You start pulling it out. There's a lot of blood, a lot of fluids. You pull, you realize what you're holding is covered in fur and is a leg that ends with a cloven hoof. Are you going to keep pulling this thing out? I'll push it back inside. My conscience is clear. And I'll say, Miss Smiles, I think your, your fire idea as merit. Is there Wait, anything can... around here that looks uh, kindling worthy? This is all stone. Uh, back in the mine, there were uh, timbers that were used for support. Uh, there were timbers that were used for uh, like the, the mine cart tracks to hold them uh, in place. But in this cavern, not much. Then you can take the robes off the cultists and things like that, but it wouldn't be enough to burn an entire body. Well, uh, uh, the the oil and the lantern wouldn't be enough either. That's what I was going to say. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that would be plenty to start the fire, mm-hmm. but it, it would take a lot of fuel to burn the whole thing. Well, we just got to set the bodies on fire. We don't have to burn down this whole place, do we? No. Why would we burn down this place? This place is not responsible for what's happened here. It's these folk who is. So, we can start the burning and return if needed. We shouldn't linger. There are many things that we have to inquire about back at the ranch. The culture and the art. Other information. I have a sneaking suspicion that although we might have stemmed the, the problem with the Caldwells here, the greater demon that has led this family astray is is not yet accounted for. And uh, what do we do with Mr. Uh, Mr. Hospitality over here? You know, I think he comes with us and we give him over to Ignatius and we tell Mr. Freeman exactly what transpired here and how Mr. Lazarus was, well, was responsible for a significant portion of the, the terror that has unfolded here. All right, I'll take I'll take Mister Tied Up Person. I'm running out of nickname for him. Vent, uh, pretty y'all, keep starting this fire. Yes, sir. All right, come on, Mister. Before we get I to that, come up with a new nickname. Vent, uh, what did you roll for your investigation? I was at fifty six. I needed twenty four, so I failed it. Uh, what skill were you using? Observation. 
observation. Uh, so you walk around and you look in several of these buildings. Uh, there's no real roof to them anymore. Uh, if there was any timber supporting them, it's long since rotted away. You see that there are various uh, sleeping nooks, things like that. There are depressions in the ground uh, with rings around them, most likely that they were used to hold water uh, at some point, maybe even a fire. Uh, it's hard to tell. Uh, Nothing really draws your eye. You're not really an expert of this kind of archaeology either. The only thing that kind of catches your eye is actually where Rosanna is. Uh, when you're taking a step back and you're uh, looking a little closer, you see that there is a large stone slab that doesn't really match the rest of the stone in the area. Uh, this thing's probably 15 feet across, uh, probably a foot thick. And that uh, has been painted on in blue paint by these cultists. Uh, she was in the center of this. The The stone itself, it still has been here for a long, long time. But the stone seems to be just a different type of stone than everything else. I'll point that out if anyone wants to look closer. But other than that, I'll just get ready to burn. Uh, I'll take a look at it. Yeah, Purdy will look for any signs of like the knots and symbols and such we've seen. See if anything's been carved on it or anything like that. Okay. Uh, Purdy, give me theology. Uh, Extel, what uh, specifically are you looking for? Not really anything particular. Vint was just like, this is weird. John was like, whoa, is it? <laughs> so he's just kind of looking at it. Um, uh, I guess anything that wouldn't naturally be in a stone would be what he's looking for, I guess you could say. Okay. Uh, give me an observation. Uh, Purdy, what'd you get? Uh, 63 under 79. It's a pass. Okay. Uh, there are no carvings in a Celtic motif here. Uh, there are various indents and indentations that uh, align more with Native American mythology. Uh some uh, I, rudimentary shapes that you've seen here and there. Uh, you've studied a lot of things in the region. So you would understand like a triangle with a circle and some lines would mean that this is a like type of animal to certain Native American tribes. And there are a lot of different shapes and symbols along that way on this stone. Uh, nothing that you can like translate or read or anything like that. The only thing here in the Celtic uh, symbolism is the the painted uh, Celtic knot with the five points. No, but probably Purdy would just conclude that this place is um, powerful in some respect. Ley lines, uh, vortex of the spiritual world where uh, nether worlds intertwine with reality. And then seems as though these folk have uh, tried to take advantage of that. That's what Purdy would probably think. Muttering to himself. Are you saying that out loud? Yeah, he's probably muttering that, I think. Not declaring it like a sermon, but he's probably like talking to himself like an old man thinking. Uh, what did John get? I got a 52, which is a failure because I had I have a 28 in observation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
same thing as vent. Like you're not really an expert in this. The stone's definitely a different type of stone. Uh, it's a, a very large slab that would be very difficult to move, especially, you know, with how long this place has been buried. It, it would be an architectural engineering marvel to get this stone here. But, well, you know, straight, it's amazing what you can do with human power. Like you've heard of Stonehenge and other places like that. There's a lot of, a lot of massive stones that were moved. Yeah, Vint, you're right. This is a this is definitely different than all the other rock here. Glad you agree. Uh, Purdy, as you're muttering, uh, the humming stops, and Petey calls out, "Hey, I heard, I heard an old Indian legend once. You guys like to hear it." Uh, well, uh, sh- sure there. Uh, as long as you can keep uh, listening while you're talking, we'll be happy to hear your story. Yeah, yeah, I can listen and talk. And he starts walking towards the ladder, too, as he's talking here. So I heard that the old Indians, when they first came to this world, they were in a whole other world, right? And their god... Uh, brought them through a hole from like the the third world or the fourth world, maybe the fifth world, I don't know, uh, into the next world, which is the one we're in now. And they they came through like a cave into the new world. Their God brought them in. And the whole other world was like left in darkness and stuff like that. And at this point, he's like going down the ladder as he's talking, like walking towards you guys. Isn't that crazy, though? Like that there could be a whole other world just like directly beneath us. Man, I wonder I wonder if anything got left in that world. You know, like could there be like monsters down there or anything like that? I'll sort of dim the light as he gets closer so it doesn't so he can't like catch the silhouette of the bodies. Yeah, and Sula's still trying to kind of keep herself uh, kind of in front of him, like he's walking down and she's kind of getting in the way so that he has to like actively try to like move around her. And he'll he'll like stumble uh, as he's walking. He'll trip because like the lights dimmer now. Oh, oh, but yeah. Anyways, so like now we're in like the the fourth world or something like that. And they say that eventually uh, their God will bring us into the fifth world. And oh, look at this stone! This thing's huge. Uh, How do you uh, think they got it in here? You stay, uh, you stay away from that, there, boy. Keep keep clear. Can uh. Can Birdie roll a psychology on him? I just don't trust him <laughs> even a little bit. Uh, just to kind of get a sense is like, is this just boyish curiosity or is this, is he playing us? Is kind of what I'm trying to figure out. I'm not going to have you roll it uh, because Purdy's, would it be fair to say Purdy's giving him a little bit of a look? Oh, most certainly. <laughs> most certainly. <laughs> and Birdie's covered in blood and everything, too. Don't forget. Like, sadly speaking. Father Birdie, why are you looking at me like that? Yeah, I'm just doing some calculations in my head there, Petey. That's all. Uh, well, you should be more trusting of me, my son. Kill him. Kill him right now. Come on now. There's no reason we can't all be friends. All right. Just this still looks weird. like Petey. Do they 
well, I won't know this, so I'm just going to do my action because I, I, I won't know anything. Yeah, I will. First. I will start stomping my feet, and I will say, "The power of the serpent shall wrench free the evil from this boy's body." You are not wanted here, and you all will see uh, a bunch of uh, snakes just start uh, emerging up from like out from underneath me or out from you're not really out sure of your, out of your pants legs yeah just sort of like they're just sort of suddenly raining snakes that just kind of yeah uh purdy who are you next to well you said that he got close to the close yes, to the slab I'm asking if you're next to anyone else in the posse i would think that i am next to so john has most recently been inspecting the slab so i would say he might be relatively close as well and Sula said she was trying to stay in front of him as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in front I'm, of yeah, you. I'm there too. Uh, Vint, where were you at? Sort of probably step away from the slab. <laughs> Not in the middle of this. <laughs> it's like I was still checking out one of those uh, buildings in the back. <laughs> What's happening? All right. Uh, so this uh, mass of snakes begin to wriggle and writhe. Uh, out of Purdy's pant legs uh, and spreading out in the immediate vicinity, both John and Sula. I want a, uh, let's say reflexes uh, test, uh, not a call, not a skill, a reflex test mm-hmm. to try and get away from these uh, poisonous vipers. My reflex is, Oh, that's cool. I, I, I passed, I believe. Uh, but uh, my reflex is 19, and I have a plus one to all. Oh, wait, yeah. no, wait. Yeah, sorry, no, wait, no, wait. Sorry, I was looking at physique. No, it's a 15. Um, but I have a plus one. Does that... Wait, no, right, so, sorry. The question is invalid now because I realized because I was looking at physique and not reflexes. 15, five on the die. There we go. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> 15, but you get a plus one, so you would actually need a 16 because of that... Uh, peculiarity you have uh but a five is a pass anyways uh sula what did you get uh eight under 19 so i passed okay so these snakes begin to spread out and disperse uh sula and john you immediately start backing up and you know purdy is a snake handler but the the fact that he had snakes literally on his person is very shocking uh Petey, on the other hand walks forward towards these snakes and they're coming at him and he just reaches down and they start curling up his arm. Oh yes. We always feel the same calling, don't we, my son? And these snakes are multiple snakes are curling up his arm and just biting him, just fangs going up entirely. This little boy is being covered by venomous snakes right now. What are you all doing? Kill him. Did we hear PD or are we hearing him speak to pretty this way or is just pretty? Yes, hearing? you are. You're, you're hearing all of this seeing all of it. Um, question. Does this feel like when I, the last time I encountered snakes, uh, like when I was fighting that demon and I saw snakes all under me and stuff. That That's a good question. Uh, let's call this, uh, we'll call it a resolve test. Uh, or if you wanted to do a skill, you could do resilience. We could say. Resilience. 
Uh, it's under resolve. Oh, it would be the same either way. So I'll do the do the test with the D twenty. Ooh, that's a that's a big failure. <laughs> yeah, this it was all real to you. Uh, everything about it in in the earth was real to you. This right now is very real to you. It, it feels exactly the same. There's no distinction. Oh, whoa. What? I'm confused. <laughs> and that's what John says out loud. Uh, as he's he's kind of stunned to do anything. Because uh, he's kind of like, he's like, I don't want to hurt a kid. <laughs> but he's also like, but is he a kid? He's kind of, he's he's too stunned to do anything at the moment. So he's just oh, don't worry, John. You couldn't hurt me if you tried. Sula's gonna ask, uh, can can you can you exercise, or we gotta kill the body? Will you pull out your fucking guns and shoot that fucking thing in front of you? The hell's what the hell's taking y'all so long? So pull up my barrel, aim down at him. All right, Petey, if that's your real name, I'm not one for shooting kids, but if you don't tell me what the fuck you are and what's going on here. You're going to get a bullet through your skull. Well, I'm just here to visit my good son, Father Purdy. I'm not your son. Do not say that You're again. As close to kin as you'll ever have. So close to kin as you'll ever have, you cruel and terrible fucking thing. I am not your kin. You took away from me one of my greatest friends. I will not sit here and be sullied by your foul fucking voice how many times do i have to tell you we can be civil I'll there's shoot no him. reason for us to <laughs> roll your attack yeah no one else will i'm gonna burn my jacks <laughs> no one else will i feel like you're sending messages to everybody like no no don't shoot him it'll piss jeff off uh all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna spend all three of my jacks so this is a 60 uh, 60 on my short arms uh 21 that's it. 21. Yep. Uh, was that three? Jacks? Roll your damage. Uh, I will roll D6 plus one. Uh, so five points of damage. Um, I'm going to keep the jacks, though. All right. Uh, five points is enough. How are you uh, killing little Petey here? Um, shooting him uh, square in the face. Petey, uh, your bullet goes right at him. He falls backwards. The snakes fall to the ground. And then as his body hits the floor, it disappears into a cloud of shadows, like just dissipates. You see a little swirl, dust rises up. From behind you all, closer to Vint. Now, what did you think that would accomplish? made me feel better looking back you don't see Petey you see your friend Shauna which uh, for viewers was Ashley's character in the first arc oh dear y'all believe Uh, me now Sula will shoot all right roll your attack 
I'm going to spin a jack to get this up to 74. Oh, no. That is a failure. Uh, I'm going to spin a grit. To flip it? To flip it because it's a 91, which will switch it to a 19. And then I'll get my jacks back. That is a good movie, Jeff. Love that. Um, yeah. Ta- that's and that's why anytime I hear music, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Uh so, so two, three, four damage for if that's meaningful or not. Four damage. Uh both pistols or just one? Uh, both always. All right. Uh, the rest of you don't hear the blast of the guns, but you see the recoil uh, as her pistols go firing. And Shauna, she's wearing this white lacy dress, and you see blood begin to spill. And she kind of staggers back, and she leans against one of these buildings, and she just begins to slide down. And in my best Ashley impression, oh, 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 God, you, you killed me. I'm dying. Why, Sula? Why would you do? Why would you shoot me? That ain't that. That ain't because uh, that ain't you. <laughs> what? What are you? What are you? I, I, I'm. I'm. And she falls uh, to the ground. You see her corpse there lying on the ground. Sula just looks over at Purdy. What? what that? Zeke. Many powers. But, that, but that's. Her. Hold your faith. He's not dead yet. Do not shed a tear for Shanna, whether that is the real one or one of his fictions. She would gladly give her life to take out this creature. That Show yourself. choice to make not. Ours. And Sula goes over to Sean's body. Show yourself, you coward. John and Vint, what are you two doing? Um, John's still confused. He does have his gun out, though. Uh, I've never met this person before. I have. I'm just. I'm just kind of like, what's going on here? <laughs> I'm sort of just as confused. Like, you shot him. Where is he now? It's like, sort of just start the fire. And I think we spent too much time in here. So we're just start leaving. You fucking fools. We came to this place because it was a nexus of demonic activity. You've seen things that defy the natural world. And you sit around here and expect explanations all the time. Trust me. There is a power here. It is not dead. It is more powerful than anything you have ever seen. It is evil incarnate, and it is not done with us yet. Get your heads out of your asses and start taking this thing down. Show yourself, you coward. Sula, I want a dodge skill from you. All right. Uh, did you do... 
All right, that is just a reflexes check. And that is a five under 19. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you said 19 is your actual skill and you passed with a five? Or were you doing a test for reflexes? I was just doing a test for reflexes because I don't have dodge. Is that how that works? Uh, no, in this case, I oh, want sorry. the D100 for dodge. Sorry. sorry. And so then if I don't have it, then it just is the... Then it out. defaults to 19. Yes. That's right. Got it, got it, got it. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry, uh, I, I was doing a weird thing with the resolve and resilience for John earlier. That's on Um, I should have spent, but I didn't. So that is a 33 failure. Okay. Uh, like as you go, fail? uh, 33 would be a critical, yeah. Uh, I, it's not a critical failure, though. I don't think. It doesn't matter. It's more of a narrative situation anyways. Okay. Uh, you go forward and you're checking out Shauna. Uh, you still have your pistols out, of course. And as soon as you get close to her, her eyes flash open and she smiles. Blood's dribbling down. And in that masculine voice, oh, I knew you cared after all. And with lightning fast speed, she reaches out and grabs your face and pulls you close and just... <sighs> a massive exhale blowing right onto you. You instinctively pull yourself back as quickly and, and violently as you can shoving forward and Shauna's body also dissipates into dust and shadow. Um, how do I feel? scared i would assume panicked yeah okay i just didn't know like other than that like is there anything that fair I... enough fair enough as far uh, as you can tell there there it, it was just a a breath of hot air on you and whatever effect it has you're not sure uh so sula will just sort of um slowly kind of turn around and just see what Everyone else seems to think of what just uh, transpired. I would say, Vint and John, if you guys were uh, getting started on like pouring oil on Rosanna, you wouldn't have seen it. Purdy, you would be very focused on this, I think. So oh, I think you would certainly. have seen it very clearly. Oh, yeah. And that breath thing that happened. Uh, would Purdy be suspicious now of Sula? I think it would be very fair for you to say that, but it's your call. Mm-hmm. Okay. He will uh he'll call out to Vent, he call out to John. Gentlemen, I know what I am, and I know I am a strange old man. But I tell you now, that burning you're doing it's a flicker in the molten lava that is pouring upon us right now. There is a creature haunting us. I need your attention. Sula, if there's any part of you that is still in there, if there's any part of you that still has control, put your guns down now. and We'll know that it's still Sula and not Zeke who controls ye. 
uh, Melissa, before you respond, make sure you check your Discord. I'll listen to Pretty's words here, sort of drop what I was doing and aim my gun towards Zula. Just listen to the man. You're currently uh, typing in Discord right now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> we probably should have filled, but it was fun uh, to watch. Sula <laughs> uh, will sort of, she doesn't uh, put these pistols away very frequently. They serve a lot of purpose to her, um, but she will um, slowly kneel toward the ground and she will drop both pistols and do the, you know, kick across. We think Barry seems like she's her. Take the guns. And then uh, if the guns aren't on her, Ferdy will reach into his underneath his robes and he'll pull out his special book his book of scriptures not the kind that are orated in the Sundays that most folk go and go earn and earn their pride and shed their guilt no 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 these are these are the real truth the gospel truth the older truth and he will begin reading from that book in a language that is part recognizable, but also this sort of strange, distant kind of Appalachian sound. It just doesn't seem to make sense. You understand one out of every nine or ten words. And he begins sort of going through his version of sort of the process of exorcism. Not, he's not a Catholic priest. So it's different. And he will begin to sort of chant, kind of walk through it, slowly taking a couple steps forward towards Sula, as he does. And Sula's standing, um, you know, kind of like palms forward, just kind of like, is she has made a habit of looking as sort of menacing as she can. And so she's awkwardly trying to do the opposite of whatever would sort of make her be not threatening. Yeah, let's get an expression check from you. Such frowning as a smile. <laughs> or actually awkwardly smiling instead of frowning. <laughs> uh, ex- oh, gosh. Um, Seems are easy. Come on. You, you guys aren't good at that? You guys aren't good at expression? I know. <laughs> I know. I like punchy things. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend all the checks I have because maybe this will help me live here uh, to make this a 69 goal here instead of just a nine. All right, I got a 24. What did you need? 69. 69. Okay, so go ahead and describe nice. your success. Uh she is sort of like 
she really doesn't know how to look not mean. So she's sort of like opening her mouth a little bit and sort of a smile and like holding her hands out, like kind of by her side, but sort of palms up um, and trying to like slouch a little bit. So she's not quite so tall and just sort of looks very unlike you've seen her in any particular pose. How's the rest of the posse responding? I've taken out my lasso. I had the gun in one hand, the lasso in the other. Uh, although I have not moved to do anything, but I am ready if anything does pop up. Not essentially, not especially at Zulu, because I I don't know what's happening there, but I'm just kind of like anything <laughs> that's happened, I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'm sort of just waiting on if another shadow or figure pops up. As far as you guys can tell, there's no other figures pop or popping up. Uh, at this point, it'd be fair to say that you've covered uh, Rosanna's body with the lantern oil. Uh, she's not on fire yet, but whenever you guys are ready, you can. Uh, Lazarus himself, it seems to be not moaning in pain as much as he was before, uh, but he is still uh, catatonic right now. Are you ready to leave now? Mm. As ready as I'll ever be, honestly, I think we should get the hell about here. Purdy's continuing to kind of go through. He like reads, holds the book. Yeah, the pages are kind of falling, covered in blood. Sometimes they don't even have words on them. It's just pictures, sketches of things. Turns to the next one, starts going through something again. So basically the process that he would normally use whenever he's called upon to help remove a spirit from a poor soul who has been infected with devilry or something like such. All right. Miss Sula, is that you? Uh, that is you, correct? Uh, it sure feels like me. Don't, don't know how to feel like anyone that ain't me but for now i feel like me i i understand the mistrusting and whatnot but uh i don't feel any particular urge toward a murdering or none such thing like that so maybe it's all right all right, we we gonna walk out of here real slow, like everybody. Brother Purdy, you can keep doing your thing if that's what make you feel comfortable. And uh, Sula, you going out first? Because uh, Father Purdy here seems to be mistrusting of you, and I'll follow behind you. And we will set this place ablaze, and then we will leave, and we're gonna have ourselves a big fancy dinner once we get back to town. How about that? Yeah, everybody cool with that. Sounds all right to me. All right. Let's let's go right. on out there now. Uh so uh John Irvent probably uh picks up Lazarus in a fireman carry. Uh he's an average uh size man, so it it would be exhausting to carry him for a long time, but you don't really have much choice right now because he's not capable of walking. Uh you can then start the the fire as you leave 
it gives a very soft glow. You would expect it to glow a lot brighter. It's definitely caught on fire and it's burning well, but the light just isn't throwing as far as you would expect, especially in a cave like this, you would expect it to light up a little bit more. Going up the ladder into the mine shaft. The most difficult point here is where that cave-in happened. You have to, one person goes on the other side, uh, then the other person just kind of feeds Lazarus through. Uh, uh, someone's pushing, the other person's pulling. He gets scraped up, he gets banged up. At this point, you guys don't care that much. It, it's not really doing him serious damage. He'll be sore in the morning, but <laughs> worse things can happen. You start traveling again through this mine shaft. You feel an odd tremor here and there. Uh, just a shake through the ground. Nothing worrisome. Like you don't feel like there's going to be a cave in, but it's definitely not something you really felt before. You think with that enchantment uh, that caused the shakes before, maybe there's some afterquakes. You don't know. Uh, dust occasionally falls down from the ceiling. You continue on. Uh, after about five to ten minutes of walking like this, that's when Lazarus starts to come to. Uh, John or Vint, which one of you was carrying him? Or were you taking turns? Were you both carrying him? How are you doing this? I can hear him. Okay. Uh, you're carrying him and you, you feel movement uh, at first. Just soft movement. Like he's not wrenching away from you but you can tell that he's coming too. Is there anything you'd like to be doing? I'll let him do his thing. If he wakes up, if he's violent at all, I'll just knock him out, but I'll sort of greet him if he's awake. For Raz and John. You we- set him down and he just kind of... Oh. You yellow belly cowards killed my wife, burned my land. I'll kill you all. I'd like to see you try with the way you're in right now, but you didn't have much of a choice. I offered you my hospitality and you ruined me. Well, now we're going to have to offer you ours, so just sit tight. Yeah, you'll be in a nice cold jail cell by, by in a few days' time. Don't worry about it. It's real comfy. They serve the, the best few days old oatmeal. It's great. You'll love it. <laughs> just can't help it, can you? You know, just have to sow chaos. Kick a man while he's down. Never seen a more destructive force in my life. I've seen a lot of things tonight. Uh, and one thing I can uh, observe is that you, sir, are not a man. You are anything... But I don't think you're anything like a demon of sorts, but for someone to allow such evil into his own home, 
Well, evil. There was no evil in my home except when you stepped in it. Well, I beg to differ, but you go off. I assure you I am but a man. Rosanna, she... She was beautiful. She was a beautiful flower, and you all stepped on her. You crushed her. She didn't deserve that. It's in your consolation. She was dead when we got there, so it's probably you who did it. You all shot her. What are you talking about? Ah, yeah, John, I sort of took a paw better. Oh, is that what happened? I I was too busy climbing down the ladder with my broken ribs and whatnot, so. Sort of took a paw better. (laughs) Either way, your your demon baby would not be born. All right, give me a second. (laughs) (laughs) I'm writing that one down. Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> My son, what happened to him? What happened to Dion? Your son was an abomination. I saw the fetus itself. It was not a baby that was being carried. It's something other. Unless furry legs and hooves run in your family, Lazarus. Do they? You. That was all I had left of her. She was. You killed my wife. You killed my three sons. If you don't finish the job, I'll kill you all. You better kill me right now. Purdy shoots him. All right, let's roll a narrative success here. (laughs) While Vent is holding him like over his shoulder. (laughs) He said he said he He was dropped to the ground. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fifteen. I don't know, man. I'm freaking like Andy Oakley with this freaking gun. It's a 15 under 30. All right. Uh, he was already very injured. Uh, so you narrative success. You only needed three damage to kill him. Uh, you're going to get that uh, with the pistol, no matter what he was restrained. You don't have to aim or anything like that. Uh, go ahead and describe uh, how Lazarus is dying here. Yeah. He's not even like, I got the book in one hand. I've got the gun in the other. He gets halfway through it. Purdy is, doesn't give it damn about this guy at the moment he's not important he's threatening us he's talking nonsense he's whatever so he gets half with you you better kill me and he doesn't even say now i shoot him right in the face and then i i mockingly do some sort of kind of catholic cross rest in whatever the hell you call this sure as hell ain't peace The gunshot echoes through the mine shaft. What are you all doing? Wait, can we still get a bounty off them? Live or dead. 
might be cheaper. At least we can drag them. So it has. Yeah, so yeah, just for yeah, good reminder, there was no actual bounty on Lazarus. You guys were just charged to investigate if he was a threat to perseverance. Uh, you went a little bit beyond that. Uh, you're overachievers. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, you go above and beyond. Uh, but there's no actual bounty on Lazarus, as far as you all know. So we return with our investigation that he is a danger, and then, then there's a bounty, and we turn him in. Yeah, we just gotta hide him in the carter or something, and then we'll be like, "Well, uh, good news, <laughs> we already got him." Um, although I, I, I will not be there for that. When you do that, I will, I will be somewhere else in town or something. We'll be other for personal reason, not for anything of the sort. Like, like I'm afraid to go in there or something. <laughs> like, why would you think that at all? <clears throat> is he getting hot in here? <laughs> so does this mean Vent takes the body back up? <laughs> yeah, but take along with us. So has right. has Sula been reacting at all, uh, even imperceptibly during this walk when I'm just constantly doing like my my scripture, my my Give tried me, and true. Uh, are you looking for physical reactions? How her behavior is? Behavior is going to be hard because Sula's very stoic. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm, I've, I've got pretty high observation psychology. Uh, if you're going for like her physical responses to things, let's go observation. If you're trying to like see if she's acting different than normal, uh, if there's like different emotions flowing through her, that'd be psychology. Okay. Uh, sure. Okay. I will burn uh, some jacks that I got to make this... Uh, Hmm. Uh, okay. I'll bet I'll do psychology. Seventy. Uh, is what I'm hit. It was what I need to hit. Uh, oh my god, seventy. Literally a seventy. <laughs> All right. So you just barely passed. Uh, Sula, would you say that your behavior has been out of the normal, considering the stressful situation you've been through? Uh, this is a bit of a uh, turn of events with uh, Purdy being the one shooting the guns and Sula just sort of walking around uh, feeling relatively useless. Um, but that's about that. Just want to point out, I don't trust any y'all. Now you're being just a, a bit paranoid here, Purdy. I know we've been through a lot, but maybe your head will clear up when we're out here. You know, my mother used to say I was a demon, so maybe, <laughs> maybe you're right in your assumption. <laughs> but I assure you, Father Purdy, I got no ill will towards you. So whether I am a demon or not, uh, you have nothing to fear. You all are just comfortable leaving this cave knowing that there's that creature that popped into Petey and disappeared into dust, popped into Shana, disappeared into dust, breathed some foul ichor into Sula's face, and disappeared once more. But here we are, holding hands, hopping and skipping our way back to Perseverance. You all think the job is done? 
You think we're going to get back there and be rewarded with coin, with food, with accolades? Well, I didn't think there was a job in the first place. It's sort of just hopping by our laps. We took care of it the best we could. You think there's still something out there? It's not going to keep me up at night. I have to agree with him. In my opinion, uh, as long as this thing doesn't come for me, I don't really care. (laughs) Although if it does wear his ugly head at me once more, I will surely take care of business just like we did here. We uh, did notice some uh, Celtic nonsense and whatnot along the way in, I suppose, given what uh, was successful at uh, the homestead. It's taken some of the effect out of the area that perhaps if we uh, did some sullying to that uh, cauldron assault, that could uh, perhaps do something. At least that we agree. I am curious to investigate the house further. Okay. So, uh, are you leaving Lazarus' body or taking him with you? I'll be taking it. Okay. Uh, so, it's going to be another few minutes traveling through the mine shaft before you find the opening to the basement. Uh, everything seems exactly how you left it. The, the opening, there's a leather covering. Uh, you pull it aside and you find this worship room. Uh, the ground has carved into it a Celtic knot, but this knot is carved to look like a snake that is biting its own tail. Uh, and it's violently bent body uh, looks like its back would have been like broken to be in that shape. But uh, there's a lot of uh, blue uh, fabrics and drapes hanging from the walls. A lot of uh, Celtic uh, motifs along the walls, a lot of candles on shelves. And in the center of this room is the cauldron. Vint, as you're getting a little bit more time to look at this before you kind of just moved right in because you were on the chase, this is the exact cauldron that you saw in your dream uh, from the very, very first episode of the Sark. Uh, the cauldron's like four feet wide in diameter. Uh, very, very big. Uh, appears to be made out of brass. A lot of Celtic motifs all the way around, and it's packed tight with salt. Yeah, upon seeing it, I sort of just drop Lazarus from my shoulder. I sort of like line it up, seeing John nearby as well, just like triggering. This is it. I saw this. You guys found me. Yeah, you did? Yeah, it's whatever was my visions, but this is what I saw. I don't know what it means. Was it doing anything in your visions? I don't uh, quite remember. It was like feeling or something. Uh, the first time you saw it, you saw John rise up out of it and he was soaked in blood as if the cauldron was full of blood. He was rising out of a pool of blood. The second time you saw it, there was a hand that reached out that looked to be like some sort of mummified mummified uh shrunken hand that was also dripping with blood and that reached out to you and you grabbed it and that's what pulled you back to life as as you remember 
Yeah, and then sort of maybe inspect it, get a little close to it, see if it triggers anything in me. Getting closer to it, uh, the the salt is packed almost to uh, the very top of this. And except for one section off to one of the sides, you notice that there's, it looks to be like a piece of leather that's buried under the salt. You only see an inch, inch and a half of some sort of like tan leather that's mostly buried in the salt. Oh, poke it. Try to pull it out of the salt. Yeah, it's the salt is packed so firm that you can't just like grab around it. You kind of have to dig it out a little bit. And as you start to dig, you realize that this is. It's a foot, it's a mummified foot, just barely sticking out. You you dig a little bit further, you see the ankle, you see the, the toes digging a little bit more. There's oh leg that just goes deeper into the salt i got something here i'll sort of just try to empty the cauldron out as best i can yeah you dig at it uh, grabbing whatever utensil you can to try and break up the salt a little bit easier so you're not scraping uh digging under your fingernails it burns as you dig through the, the salt getting under your nails uh you get a bit of an outline as you get deeper and deeper and you're pulling out what would be like buckets worth of salt at this point. And when you've got the cauldron three quarters of the way emptied, maybe almost half of the way, you can see that there is a body in the fetal position in this cauldron. that's just been packed full of salt to preserve it. Uh, any of you recognize this fella? Try to get a good look at him. Get a good look at her. It's a very old body. It's very well preserved, but it's definitely mummified. But you can see that it has the the slimmer frame of a female. You see the side of a breast that's been mummified. You see long hair that's... Uh, buried in the salt as well. Does it look like anybody we've come across? Uh, Give me an observation check, but even if it was someone you came across to see like their body, this dehydrated and shriveled, basically it would be very hard to, that is a 95. That's a massive failure to answer with. Yeah, that kind of answers your question. Like, whatever shape they would be in, if it was someone you came across, it it would be unrecognizable at this point. Are there any uh, wounds, signs of, I mean, it said it's mummified, but is there anything to suggest how it might have been, how the body might have been uh, uh, killed or prepared? Yeah, or let's go. Like I would say medicine on this. Okie doke. I don't have no uh, no jacks, so this is just straight up fitty fitty. That's an eighty. That's a fail. Yeah, w- without at risk of destroying the body, like completely digging it out, pulling it out, and flattening it from from the like profile view that you're looking at right now, you don't see anything that would indicate how it died. Then, 
I want a uh, what's the skill I want? I'm sorry. Uh, it's going to be a resolve skill. I want. Let's just make it a resolve test. Okay, my resolve so is twelve. I rolled an eight, so pass. You get a strange feeling. the The more you look at this, the more you dig. You almost feel like fatigued. Maybe it's the adrenaline finally leaving your body from this massive fight and carrying Lazarus this whole way. You know, that's physically exhausting. But the more you, you dig, the more you feel like your energy being sapped away from you. It, it's, it's nothing major. You could almost write it off as not really affecting you. But it is noticeable. I think I'm coming down from all that fine we've been doing. Nice little rest would be nice. Are the uh, Celtic symbols still uh, like, can they be must with? Can they be what with? Like, were, were the Celtic symbols, like, so there was salt uh, in the cauldron, were the Celtic symbols around something that could be, like, destroyed? The the Celtic symbols uh, were forged into uh, the cauldron here. Uh, they're embossed. Uh, the the symbolism mostly revolves, there. there's two symbols, one on either side, of a woman in a dress riding a wagon maybe a chariot uh it, it looks more like a wagon being pulled by two deer or stag mm. and then there's a lot of the celtic knots that go all the way around and a few other symbols here and there but those are the two main ones that are on either side could i possibly tell what they mean if there's like a, a meaning to this like a story or some other thing uh how much familiarity do you have with Celtic mythology? I'm not asking this to be a jerk. I'm just curious if it's in your backstory or not. Uh, John. Or uh, scholarship in general. Uh, John is just, he, he likes languages. Uh, he, he knows, he knows uh, a few different ones. And I, would, I wouldn't say he like dive too deep into everything Celtic, but he has like studied it a little bit before. Okay. So give me a language check then. Ready. That is, I'm I'm really terrible. Oh my gosh, 90s all the time. I got a 99. Wait, no, wait, no, that's a 96. It's still a failure though, but that's good. 99 is bad. <laughs> or no, 90s bad, and then 11 is the Joker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, get the system someday. Uh okay. So 96. Uh I, you said you like language. I'm going to give you that there is no actual written language on this mm. cauldron whatsoever. There's a lot of symbols, but uh, nothing that you would assume Gaelic. You know, it, it wouldn't be a hard leap to guess that. But there's no actual written 
language on here. Gaelic doesn't even have an alphabet uh, or it, it has a way of writing, but there was nothing that was written down in on this symbol or on this cauldron. I, I, I can't make heads or tails of what's written here. Uh, it, it doesn't seem to be an actual language you know, or it is, but just like, I'm not sure. It's, it's, it seems more just like a story. Well, at the, at the homestead, the idea was to uh, destroy the Celtic uh, whatnot that we saw. And I think we could uh, destroy the house, but I think the cauldrons are generally designed to uh, not get destroyed. Uh, well, do you just have to do you destroy the object that they are written on or just the symbols themselves? Uh, last time it was a little a little of both, but I suppose the latter is ultimately the goal. All right. Y'all might want to cover your ears then. <laughs> I'm going to pull out my tomahawk and just scrape it alongside, uh, just putting a straight line, just trying to break the symbols essentially. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's a great uh, idea and an awful sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the nails on the chalkboard, the, the metal on metal. Uh, we don't need to roll for that. You'll absolutely be able to do that. You just take your tomahawk and you just grind it in there. Uh, and it's a softer metal. Uh, you're able to leave a nice gash on there. And you probably take it a couple times to get both sides. So it's going to take a little bit of work, but after a minute or two, it's going to be everything has a scar on it. Yeah, I'm going to need to get this blade fixed after that. I'm pretty sure that, that took away the edge quite a bit, but uh, hopefully that did it. I don't know way we could destroy a cauldron without just like melting it. But I was, I was thinking we would need to us. Uh set this house ablaze on the way out unless anyone had a strong inkling to the contrary. Yeah, I'm fine with setting this entire valley on fire, honestly. Okay. So the group of you make your way upstairs. One, one, uh, we'll say that you're quick, able to one do... One quick thing if we could yeah. do it, Stephen, because Melissa mentioned it and I was thinking about it too, like how many sons did he say he has? Three. He said we killed three. He didn't have three sons, did he? He knows what was in Rosanna. I can only assume those others. Were the... How many did we kill in the cave? Three. Those his boys. If I thought the cultist in the cave was a female. If you uh, shared with us what you saw, then did were there not uh, hooved and uh, antlered uh, individuals that we fought? It was a creature. Yeah, maybe. With that, uh, put that hole in the center there, John. Was it not? Maybe. Yeah, I I yeah. think he's referring to those uh, to the two big old boys from outside, and then, and then the, the third, third one. 
in the yeah. world. Oh, he's not a man. I was correct. You see, I was, he tried to say that he was, but he, no man has a child like that. You need to have faith and conviction. Yeah. Believe something. Believe it strongly. Don't let the words of a liar, a foul man, deter you from what you feel is true. So Purdy is just really troubled. He's super jumpy. He's looking left and right. He's, whenever you guys aren't looking at him, like camera pans and like you see him just sort of his eyes squinting as he looks at the back of your heads, just really kind of trying to do some calculus in his head and trying to wonder. He's really, yeah, he's not doing well right now. He's a little, he's a little. Sula coughs and Purdy jerks his head. Shoots her right in the face. (laughs) Don't you ever cough around me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys are coming out of the basement, Len. Uh, this house will be very easy to set on fire if you want. We can say that you guys did a cursory look around the house. Uh, you're not going to find much of interest clue-wise. There's going to be uh, a lot of cash and jewels uh, about if you're thinking of looting the place. Uh, if not, you can leave that be. As you're walking around, though, uh, you're going to be able to look out the front windows. Uh, Sula, we'll say you notice this first. Uh, you see Petey uh, sitting in the, the center uh, of the ranch between the now embers of the barn. And it's dark outside at this point. It, it's very dark out. So he's just kind of backlit. And then there's the, the cabin that collapsed to the right. And you see Petey just kind of holding Bandit and petting him, just sitting. You can see that there were glistening of some tears, but he's just covered in uh, soot and smoke at this point uh, and tears running down the dirt. But now he seems somewhat calm and collected. Uh, Just to uh, point out to y'all that uh, perhaps the uh, actual Petey is a... Outside there with with Bandit. Oh, good. That's good to you. Petey, is that you? Kinda looks up and looks over to the house and... What? I I thought everyone left. Still here, boy. How are our horses? Can you get them? Uh, The horses, they're they're mostly all fine. Uh, couple hands took their horses out. I think yours are still in the corral. I, You're not leaving, are you? Uh, yes, we are, but you are coming with us. Just don't worry about it. You'll be fine. We'll take care of you. Oh, good, good. I, I think most of the saddles got burnt, though. It's all right. Okay. Uh, he sets down Bandit. Uh, I'll, I'll go get the horses I can. Yeah, runs off I'll to the come ground. with you and he'll be out. Don't worry, I'm competing. They're a wagon that survived a cart of some kind. Uh high or low? High. There is. There's a, a wagon uh 
by uh, the slaughterhouse shed. Uh, it's covered in blood in the back, uh, but it, it it's functional. Wouldn't you know, have it any not other a little way. bit smelly. Purdy will uh, will get Henry, who, who is still faithfully watching the front door of the house. He's the only one I trust, and I will go uh, start getting him set up on that wagon. All right. Uh, the the rest of you, did you want to uh, burn the house down? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, are you looting the house or are you just uh, burning it? I'm very tempted to take it in money, although I'm pretty sure it's silly about demonic presence, so I, I don't. Although I'm very tempted to. <laughs> but I don't. Although, just in case. I'm very, t- very tempted. To. Do we see John like pick something yeah, up, like, put it back down, pick something up, put it back down? Yeah, he, he very much is kind of like, ah, but no, but money, but no. There's some very <laughs> fancy crystal on a shelf, and he picks it up and yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Floyd, what does our treasure hunter do? No, I, I'm not looting. I'm not a thief in this universe. Okay, okay. Uh, Sula, are you good leaving everything? Uh, yeah, Sula's really just standing around looking and not particularly making any uh, sudden movements. Okay. Uh, so between John and Petey, you're able to gather your horses. There's a saddle or two. Uh, there are bridles. Uh, plenty of bridles, but uh, you're missing at least one saddle from from the fire in the barn. Uh, and the saddles you have aren't yours either. They're, they're saddles that were in different places. The group of you uh, do your best to uh, provision what you can, get some food for the journey. You begin setting off in a march into the darkness with the blazing of the ranch behind you. And that is where we are going to end this arc. Thank you. Y'all. Nice, nice. See, we do not look back. <laughs> no, of course out. not. No. Riding into the darkness. I hand out cigarettes to everybody and tell them stories. Petey is very happy to take one and just. And they all die because they were laced with poison. <laughs> just like. myself. Just like Denzel Not did it. Bandit too. <laughs> poor, come here, poor bandit. come here, doggy. Come here. <laughs> bandit, bandit's like, let me get a drag. <laughs> Is that dog a demon? <laughs> We're never gonna Only know. One way to find out. Part three. <laughs> Tune in. Uh, so we will be taking a week off, and we will be coming back on December sixth with arc three. Uh, we're gonna have a cash shakeup, uh, but we'll be figuring out what's going on with father Purdy. Is he going to regain his sanity? We don't know. Probably not. Thank you all for joining us. You can't ask for a better posse. Uh, I'm very blessed to have friends like you all. Uh, Excel. It's my first time playing with you. I'm so glad you agreed to this. It, it's been a lot of fun. You've been great. Yeah, it was great. Uh, what do we got going on? Uh, John Excel. <laughs> I'm reading John on uh, my I zoom. Excel. What do you got going on? John and Excel. <laughs> Um, um, no, um, uh, this Monday we're coming back, uh, with TXP, 
Uh, we're coming off our break. So this Monday, Monday coming up the 28th, we will be back uh, with Curse of Strahd, uh, Raven Lost Misfits. Um, and where I play Arx is a tiefling paladin who is uh, on a weird journey of like uh, trying to take over the world. But, you know, that's a, that's a thing. Um, and then uh, tomorrow night, uh, we're back with the second episode of uh, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Tax, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle on uh, Take Your Role uh, uh, as a POC-led platform where we try to uplift marginalized voices in the community. Uh, all POC cast, uh, and we're coming back with episode two tomorrow night at 7.30 Eastern. Uh, so make sure to stop by. It's going to be a great time. I'm a storyteller, and yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. <laughs> I got some terrible things in store for my players yeah, it's okay because they all, they're it. all like they're all like yeah <laughs> they're like mentally destroy my characters and i was like i got you <laughs> i can do as it. long as everyone consents it's all good yep um so yeah uh, and that's that is all yes <laughs> um you can follow me anywhere on any social media platform not any actually i'm on, my, <laughs> on twitter who knows for how long uh instagram um in hive social now uh at extra the king so everywhere uh that's how you can find me and we're all scrambling to pull up our profiles and follow more people yeah uh, <laughs> it's a lot of work social oh, media shakeups. <laughs> oh yeah it's like it's like russian roulette with with social media right now it really is which one's gonna <laughs> last yep. uh jeff what's going on with Gaggers? Yeah, dude. Uh, let's see. Uh, Friday, we are completing, we're finishing up Mothership, Gradient Descent. We are on our final episode. We'll see what happens. We had one hell of a cliffhanger at the end of the, uh, at the end of the ep we last played where Steven tried to kill everybody. And now we'll see <laughs> what happens. Uh, then Saturday, we are doing uh, Wondering Second Edition. We are back to that. We we were off last week. A lot of our shows, uh, we had a bunch of people who who were sick, so we just so every one of our shows, we were losing at least one or two. So we're we'll back to Wondering this week. We are still in Angmar. We are still in this this crazy fortress of of weird sorcery of the unseen and all sorts of stuff. Uh, so we'll be back to that. Uh, and then on Monday, very excited. I think it's I'm hoping it's going to happen this time. Uh, we're, we're hoping to start up our, our Call of Cthulhu uh, campaign. We're going to be doing a lengthy Call of Cthulhu, Cthulhu campaign. We're going to be doing some horror on the Orient Express. Uh, we're going to be doing a, a special uh, session zero uh, where we're going to go through these life path tables we got uh, that we're going to kind of mess around with. And we're going to create uh, characters together. Uh, and then also over the next uh, several weeks up through the end of the year, uh, we're going to be participating in a little little giveaway courtesy of our friends at Norse Foundry. Uh, nothing right now, uh, but basically you'll get some get some more uh, some more info uh, very, very soon as we're going to be there been very, very kind to give us some stuff that we can give to you. And so that everybody can uh, have a wonderful holiday season, and all that kind of stuff. So stay tuned for that. Um, but that's it. I think that's it. Thanks for. Everyone hanging out. Steven, thanks for round two. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you for hosting yeah, and everyone for watching. Uh, feel free to leave comments on how I messed up the system mm. on YouTube so that uh, Jeff can tell me later. Uh, <laughs> I tend to delete all the negative comments uh, about Steven, which takes up roughly three quarters of my day. Uh, That's so why <laughs> these videos don't have comments on them. Jeez, yeah, I, I knew people were talking. I'm looking out for you. Yeah, you know? I'm looking out for you. <laughs>
So uh, thank you to everybody uh, who, are, who was watching tonight. Uh, thank you uh, to everybody who's watching this later uh, on the YouTubes. Uh, those of you tonight uh, live, have a happy Thanksgiving, if that's what you're celebrating in a couple days uh, for, our, for our, our, our uh, American uh, audience. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, raid someone. Uh, I'm going to raid a new channel uh, that I've never seen before, so this is always kind of fun. Uh, Quests and Chaos are playing some Dungeons & Dragons, so we're going to go ahead and give them a quick raid. Uh and see how that goes. Uh, so follow the raid. Uh, say hi to those people. Follow them. Follow us. And we'll catch you all later. So bye-bye. Bye-bye.